Hey, Small Group Leaders, this is Pastor Gabe here for another edition of the Take 5 Leadership Podcast. And we are right at the beginning. We just kicked off our groups. Um, we are in the first part of it anyway. So I know some of you have been doing it for a few weeks, our Freedom Group Leaders. But I want to just encourage you guys with a few things. I want to answer a big question as we are right here at the beginning of this of this semester. I want to answer the question, why we do small groups? Why do we do small groups? Because I know you may have been inspired or um, another small group leader told you, man, you'd be great at this and you kind of stepped out and you've been doing it. Maybe you're in your second week or your fifth week or sixth week or whatever, but you're going, you're asking yourself the question, I did this, I stepped out, now what? Like, what What, what do I do now and why, why, why am I even doing this? Well, first of all, the first question we want we want to help train you for how do I keep doing this? What do I do next? That's what this podcast is for. And so, but I want to get to the the why behind the what, if you will. Why do we do small groups? And for the next three weeks, we're going to be talking about this question. Why do we do small groups? So the first answer I want to give you guys is something that we went over in our small group leadership training is life change happens in the context of relationships. Genuine life change happens in relationships. And so a lot of times you may feel pressure or some expectation that you have to have the word that changes everybody in your life, everybody in your small group, just their entire life is drastically changed in that one moment to which I would reply, if that happens every week, I need to join your small group. Because for the rest of us, we go through small groups where they're trying and or they're encouraging or they're fun, but we we walk away thinking, man, did did I really make an impact? That I can be transparent with you as a pastor. There's times when you walk away from a message or a counseling appointment, and you're asking yourself the same question: Am I really making a difference? Did I make any impact whatsoever? I want to encourage you as a small group leader that although it may not seem like you're making an impact, you are. You're providing something for the people in your group that they may have never had or haven't had in a long time. The opportunity for their lives to be changed in relationships. And so uh, I want to just tell you this. This is what the Bible says in Acts chapter 2. Verse 42 through 47. This is the very beginning. This is the genesis, if you will, of the church. The book of Acts, when the church was first launched, first birth. This is what it says. It says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Saved. What does that sound like to you? Fellowship, breaking bread together, in each with each other in, in their in your homes, all of those. And that's a small group. So what you're doing is what the Bible is really the Bible's blueprint for growing the church and discipling people. Real life change happens in relationships with people. And you may think, man, we just had a good time. I don't know. I, you put yourself in a position to be there when they need you. That's the first step. When they know, when there's a big need, they know who to go to, their small group leader, 
right? And I'm not saying don't be intentional. We, we walk through that whole process in our training. You need to be intentional about helping them take their next step and identifying their next step before they've even identified what their next step in growth and being a disciple of Jesus Christ looks like. But nonetheless, I want to encourage you to simply being there is, is the first step to helping them grow. So don't feel the pressure that, man, I have to be perfect. I have to do this thing just to the T. Listen, just be there. Just love them. Just love people, love the people in your small group and just wait to see how God opens doors. And I'll say this, some of the, I've been discipled by some amazing, amazing people, amazing men of God, pastors, leaders, um, and the people who've made the most impact were people that I just got to spend time with relationally. And because I was spending time with them, I got to see how they would respond to a situation and that helped disciple me. I got to ask a biblical question when I was with them because the relationship was built and that helped me. So you simply being there facilitates this environment for their life to be changed. And so why do we do small groups? Because we realize life change happens in the context of relationships, not just hearing a message, not just reading a scripture, although all of those things change you. I believe that being in relationships with people and being intentional about the word, intentional about their discipleship, intentional about helping them take their next step, that's what's going to allow you to even get to that place is having that relationship with them. In our culture, it devalues relationships, but not the Bible. The Bible is very clear about God's people being in relationship with other godly people. So I encourage you guys, keep going. You're doing a great job. Proud of you guys. I love you. And I will speak with you next week.